Live from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California, featuring topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name is Mindy. Hello, wife. Coming up, chocolate may be good for relieving a cough. I'll discuss, plus I'll share a new coffee at Starbucks, your reasons to party for tomorrow, an accurate way to determine your dog's age, and the top 10 touring artists of the decade. And Mindy will share her driving 101 with Mindy. She's going to go over travel stuff, I guess. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. Wednesday evening has arrived. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox and those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcatcher, Mindy. Yep. Welcome in. Uh, We just had a big weekend. Of course, we also missed Monday because I'm a little under the weather, a little bit of a cold. Uh, But go ahead and recap, recap the, uh, the weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend, your highlights. Well, we took out of here, let's see, Wednesday, uh, mid-afternoon, well, yeah, mid-afternoon, right? It was about 12 p.m., yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, so uh, we got there. The traffic was great. We didn't we didn't hit any bad traffic at all. Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad at all, really. We got there in about three and a half, four hours, something like that, a few stops along the way. What we did is we went to Havasu, because you didn't say that Yes, part. I was getting there. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. Inter- interject whenever you'd like, Jason. Sure, I will. I will. I know you That's will. That's what we do here on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a bullwhip. That would be awesome. It'd be better if you got to your story though and your highlights. <laughs> well, you can you can <laughs> keep going as well. I don't know why it has to be just me. But anyway, we get there, we visit the folks. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen them in a in a little while. Yeah, a little a couple weeks maybe. Something like that. And uh, gosh, what did we do first? So we, I think we just hung out, right? Because it was first night we got there, we just hung out, and then yeah. we waited for everybody because they were all coming later on in the evening. Yeah. So uh, everybody showed up and everybody got there in one piece. So that was excellent. Mm-hmm. And then the next day was Thanksgiving. <clears throat> uh, we prepared, you know, some some meals for our feast. Well, you did a little bit. I didn't do do any any of that. I just no, kind of helped with the with setting everything up. There was quite a few people there because we had uh, David, Stephanie, uh, Sean, Ashley, and Ashley's parents live out there. So Sean is Ashley's, Sean's my brother, Ash and Ashley is his girlfriend and her parents live out there as do her grandparents. So they, they came over as well. Yes. Grandparents and and parents. (laughs) And then Sean's son, our nephew Cash was there. And then of course, grandma Pauline and Mm -hmm. lots of people. It was a big, actually quite a few people there. Yes. It was a full house and, uh, (laughs) you know, we had all the traditional foods. Yeah, it was fun. Um, There wasn't anything like, I think too unusual with our, cause that, that's my podcast question later on is, you know, what unusual dish did someone bring? Did you really like, or what was just really your favorite dish? Um, so anyways, we had a very nice day just sitting around with everybody visiting. It rained there, right? It did. We missed the snow here. There was I know. snow here. So we were Big checking our camera, uh, you know, our camera on our house all day long, watching it snow, wishing we were here. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it was nice to be around family, but uh, it was a very it was a big snowstorm. We don't get snowstorms like that. No. I think it had been maybe ten years since we got a storm like that, uh, about five inches. I mean, it, there was still snow on the ground when we returned on Saturday, so that tells you how much snow there was. Mm-hmm. It didn't melt until oh, uh, probably late later in the afternoon on Sunday. We yeah. still had some on Monday, I think. Yes, on the ground. So 
But. So it was fun coming back, seeing it all it was really, really white. We just are not used to that. People that are from other states are probably like going, gee whiz, we'll, we'll, we'll give you some. Yeah, I'm sure they get a lot more than we do. We, we get cold. I, I always try to tell our, 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 you know, our family that lives in other states, like cold states like Michigan, they always go, oh boy, you live in California, sunny California. Yeah, it is true. It is sunny, but it does get cold. I know it doesn't get, doesn't get as cold as there. I'm not comparing it to the way, the way it is for them, but for us, it's, it's, you know, unusual. You, it's, not unusual. It does get cold every winter. Every no, winter I was we're in the really 30s. talking about the snow. Yeah, snow is unusual. Yeah, we don't get a lot of that. We'll see flurries, but it rarely sticks. And we'll see it along the foothills, you know, really, really close. But uh, we're higher elevation, so we do tend to get it occasionally. And I think we missed the biggest one we're going to have in a long while now. But Yeah, I kept hoping, when, like, it <clears> rained <throat> all day today, and I was just hoping it was cold enough to snow. Yeah. But... Anyway, it's not. So, so, so a lot of good highlights. We hung out uh, the next day. We the girls went shopping. I found a place to play some pickleball with uh, with Sean and David came with me. Um, and then we we and it's tradition for us to get up and we go garage sailing. Yeah, I don't. I didn't go this time. No, you I went didn't. Played play pickleball. Um, so then we hung out. We went to this casino that's across the way, across the the lake, and uh, we met this this uh, young lady named Marina who Stephanie actually, she talked to us while we were on the boat, Mindy and I, uh, and then made, Stephanie made friends with her inside the casino. And then, so they later on that night, we hung out with her and we went to watch the band play and- Yeah, uh, went the first did, bar. Didn't, went and did karaoke after that. So we just had a blast. It was really, really fun. We really did. And I haven't been to a bar in a long time that was just off the hook like It was that. crazy. So many people there. I couldn't even believe it. Yeah, it was, it was karaoke packed. in one part and that place was packed. And then you'd walk into another part of the bar and it was like an outside cabana. They had a crazy. huge like <clears throat> fire pit with a dance floor and everybody was, it was really, really packed out there. But anyway, it was a lot of fun and she was great. Marina, yeah. She, she got up cool. on the stage and that, and that I'm going to call her little girl because she's little. <laughs> <laughs> that little girl got up on stage and rapped. Yeah, she could rap really fast too, really, really fast. She's very talented. It was sweet. We had a good time. We had a really good time. And then I got sick, which kind of sucks. But uh, uh, so that's what we missed from Monday because I just was not feeling well. And I actually went to, I came home from work because I went to work on Monday. Came home from work and I went to bed at six o'clock, I think. Yeah. I just was out and still, still recovering a little bit today. I didn't really, I was sleeping before we started. I didn't really feel like doing it today, but. Um, we got, you know, you got to get back on the horse and just get it done, make it happen. Cause we got podcasts tomorrow and then, uh, and then the next day as well. So yes, we do. lots to do and lots of a show to cover. So let's move past our highlights and get in to our show. Do you want to welcome everybody back who's in the chat? Actually, well, we're the ones back. You guys just showed up because we're here again. <laughs> but we, we want to say we missed you. We're glad to be back and hope you guys had an amazing holiday, as amazing as we did. Now moving on to the next holiday. It's the final countdown. And Angie Mirendorf's in the chat. She says, howdy, lovely peeps. Hello, Angie. How are you? Nice to see you in the chat. All right. <clears throat> First thing here. Uh, I've had not really a cough. I've had, I usually, usually when I get sick, I get a sinus infection. Mm. Um, and I, ha I hate to be gross here, but I, you know, it's a sinus infection when when, when, first of all, you have a headache and you feel it way back there, you know, where the snot drips down into your throat. And then in the morning when you try to dig some of that out by hacking and yakking, 
when it eventually does come out, there's a little bit of blood in it. It's blood and mucus. And that's when you know you have a sinus infection. Oh, that's gross. And it's really not that's fun and pleasant. Was really it's, gross. You're right. I told you. I warned you. I told mm. you it was going to be graphic. So why when I warn people, and I hopefully they listen, when you warn people, do you think people, when you warn them, they listen harder or they actually- I just did. Yeah. You listened harder. That, that was a warning not to listen. <laughs> It was a warning. Viewer discretion. Okay, well, I should have just taken advice. off my headphones and, and went out of the room. So, But I haven't had a cough, but apparently chocolate is good for coughs. I'll read. Good news for people who love chocolate. And by people who love chocolate, I mean everyone. Uh, according to a new report, chocolate is every bit as effective in soothing a cough as codeine or any other pharmaceutical solution. Uh, Professor... Alan Morris, Maurice, Alan Morris, I'll say Morris, a respected authority on all things related to coughs and medicine, wrote in the Daily Mail that chocolate can soothe a cough better than codeine syrup uh, by forming a sticky coating that protects the nerve endings in your throat that cause you to cough. Melted chocolate also helps cough suppressing ingredients naturally pre present in cocoa to help calm your throat nerves <clears throat> oh geez there's a whole dish out there start eating it i know but it's got other shit in it i think it's probably just regular chocolate but well i got chocolate i'm drinking for the first time ever i'm not drinking a wine i'm actually drinking hot chocolate mm, yeah and that's uh, cho hot chocolate's nice uh, i've got some i had some tea with honey boy that was tastes good i love tea miss drinking tea tea's a nighttime thing though not a daytime th not a morning thing that's a oh, coffee for me in the morning it's a morning coffee thing for me hello bear how are you? Is, it, is that Papa Bear? Did he change his name, you think? I don't know. Let's find out. Hey, he says. Uh, all right, so let's see. Drinking hot, but, but here's the weird thing. Drinking hot chocolate doesn't have, have the same cough-suppressing effects there, Mindy, because the diluted chocolate solution doesn't stay in contact long enough with the nerves in your throat. Uh, you're much better off sucking on a piece of chocolate, sucking on a piece of chocolate and letting it melt slowly and coat your throat that way. And it is Papa Bear, by the way. He's and just bear today, though. Nice. Nice. I, I can see that. So instead of a throat lozenge, just put a piece of chocolate in your mouth. Like a Hershey Kiss. Yeah, and just start sucking on it. And I have the peppermint <clears> one, <throat> so that should really work for you then. Yeah, um, but like you have Hershey's Kisses in there, but it's white chocolate, and I, I loathe white chocolate. They're not all white chocolate. They're Every one of them that I've opened... Well, stop opening that those, looks like a I little like the one that looks like a little bell. Yeah, it's like it's white chocolate, and I can't stand. Oh my that. goodness! I thank you for that's why those are still there. They're staying there. Have you noticed those don't leave? <laughs> I'm actually it's awesome because I like those. Oh, that's good. I didn't know you loathe white chocolate. I don't like it. How dare you? I wouldn't say loathe. I wouldn't say loathe. That's very strong. I just don't enjoy it very much. Mark says rose hips. Who's rose? <laughs> I <laughs> see what I did. Uh, they grow wild uh, and on rose bushes. Well, one rose hip, hip well, is the same VD as four lemons. VD. What is VD? Mindy. <laughs> You're the expert. No, I'm not. No expert at nothing. So it's got maybe the same amount of, ooh, vitamin D. I think he's talking about vitamin D. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm there. I'm with you, bruh. I got it. See, and then he had to, he, See, he made him type well, all that. Well, what he's doing is it's easier probably to, to type like that. I've been in chats on CastBox and I don't have the fastest fingers. I don't do the double typing. I just one thumb it. 
I'm a one thumber. So it takes me forever. By the time I put something in, the conversation's moved on. So he's he's smart in in throwing in you know acronyms and stuff like that. All right, let's move on with this uh, Starbucks. Just in time for the holiday season, Canadian Starbucks stores, not ours, not here, but in Canada, stores are serving up a Grinch-themed coffee drink. The bright green Starbucks Grinch Frappuccino is a secret menu item, meaning it isn't listed on the menu and your barista might not even know what it is. Wow. Mm. Uh, If that's the case, you'll need to order a custom vanilla bean frappuccino with matcha powder blended. Okay. Oh, that sounds good. I wonder. Don't if we, we have could... that normally at Starbucks? It's a green matcha. Oh, I think they do have a matcha one, actually. Yeah, I get it all the time. So the matcha powder is what gives it the bright green color, just like the Grinch. You'll also want some whipped cream and extra matcha powder on top. Yeah, ne- you will. Next, ask for a couple dried strawberries on top. Arrange it uh, to form the Grinch's heart. Eh, minus the strawberries. Strawberries? What do you yeah, do you with can't... dried strawberries at the end? Of, you know, they're going to get all mushy in the drink. No. Well, they might. Yeah. No, they will. They might. You can't really suck those into a straw. No. Exactly. <laughs> Excuse me. I might have a few coughs here on this podcast, and I apologize for that. I have been coughing a little bit. Maybe I need some chocolate. Maybe I need some chocolate. <laughs> all right. Uh, here we go. Did you know... And by the way, Mark says his spelling is bad and Bear has the same issues with typing probably that I do. Really slow. Just slow to it. You know, Mm -hmm. some are fast, some are really slow. And I'm one of the slow ones. Anyway, did you know because the cycle of evaporation, condensation, and precipitation is closed, the same water that exists on Earth millions of years ago is still on Earth today. Really? Where can it go? It keeps recycling itself over and over. It doesn't dry out? There's no such thing as drying out water. It evaporates. Okay. Oh, okay. So like you see in the summertime, our pool evaporates kind of quickly because it's hot. Yeah, where does it go? It it becomes water vapor. It It becomes sky and atmosphere and clouds. Well, they owe me some water. (laughs) They owe you water. (laughs) They're giving it back to you today. Yes, they are. Our pool is like filled to the top right now. It needs to stop raining and it's supposed to rain on Saturday. I digress. Yeah, it's not going to rain that much Saturday, but it did rain a lot today. So all that rain that evaporated, look at our pool right now. It's full to the rim. I know. Wayne said earlier he's over his weather. Yeah, Washington gets the weather before we do. Usually we get their storms. They come, they sweep, they sweep down the coast and come into California. Um, they get a lot of rain during this time of year. A lot of rain. They're at the very beginning of it too, which is kind of a bummer. He says, and that's why I take long showers. He's like, screw you. <laughs> screw you. Now, it doesn't talk about though the purification level of it because it could, you know, as we toxify the environment, it be- could become more toxic. It's still water, but right. it could become more toxic for us. All right, let's move on to the your reasons to party for tomorrow. So I take it all back. Mm, I, I've, in, my, in, in my illness, I've had, yes, a sinus infection, but I have had a cough. And I'm, I'm realizing it in now because I'm trying to suppress it yeah. while I'm podcasting. Well, keep drinking your stuff over there. It's empty. It's gone. She gone. Oh, geez. Yeah. So now I, now I can feel it. 
<clears throat> and not talking very much, you know, the last few days. Yeah. Being. It's been kind of nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. All right, your reasons to party for tomorrow. The first reason to party is speaking of long showers, it's bathtub party day. Okay. Encouraging a luxurious, long, hot bath to do, to develop inner peace. What? Almost everyone nowadays takes showers, so here's a chance to recall a luxury from days gone by. The only time I take a bath is if I'm really not feeling well. Yeah. I'll take a hot one. I'll fill it all the way up. Turn on the jets. It's the only time I use that thing. Yeah. Have you? How, how many times have you used that thing since we, we we've lived, lived here? here? Yeah. Oh, I could probably count them on both hands. Not very many. Not yeah. very many. I take showers. It's also tomorrow, Communicate With Your Kids Day. By the way, tomorrow is December 4th. So it's Communicate With Your Kids Day to promote open and ongoing communication between parents and children with a special emphasis on early childhood communication. Tomorrow is also International Day of the Ninja when you're encouraged to dress like a ninja and run wild in the streets. The problem? One of the skills of a ninja is ensuring that one's opponent does not know of his existence. Mm. So how can you run wild in the streets <laughs> as a ninja? So weird. Yeah. So being a ninja just means being sort of invisible, I guess, tomorrow. It's also World Soil Day, first declared in 2013 to raise awareness of the importance of soils for food security, agriculture, as well as in mitigation of climate change, poverty, uh, alleviation, and sustainable development. Nice. A lot of really good stuff today. It sounds like it. Super entertained by it. <laughs> I bet you are. I'm loving every moment. I, I'm looking at everything but what's going on. <clears throat> and then lastly, tomorrow, this is good, folks. Uh, it's International Volunteer Day, honoring the selfless people who make many of the good things in life happen by volunteering their time. That's, you know, this is dumb. I'm going to say something really dumb right now. So just be be aware of it. We volunteer our time <laughs> podcasting <laughs> every week. We do, it, we do it for free. We gather this content and we entertain the people that enjoy our podcast. And yeah. nobody pays us. Now, though, we do have a Patreon page and those folks pay us. And we make sure we don't miss any of those podcasts. That's for damn sure. Because <laughs> they're paying for what we give them. And those are your reasons to party for tomorrow. Entertainment news is on the way. It is. It's entertainment news with Mindy. You're gonna get yourself some entertainment news. First up, Joaquin Phoenix is a big animal lover, and now he's being recognized for it. On Monday, PETA announced that the Joker star is being named its 2019 Person of the Year, following in the footsteps of lumin luminaries like Oprah Winfrey and Pope Francis. Phoenix, who has been a vegan since he was three, recently appeared on a PETA billboard in Times Square, joined California lawmakers in announcing a ban on traveling wild animal circuses, and led a memorial service at the National Animal Rights March cradling a dead chicken. He has also produced a narrative, uh, narrated documentaries focused on the issue. Nice. Dwayne Johnson, 
Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, yeah, uh, has posted another picture of himself enjoying a cheat meal. This time, he shared a delicious-looking picture of a pizza covered in Parmesan cheese, but the caption revealed that it was special. What was special about it? He wrote, "Double dough pizzas." where I have the pizza maker literally use two doughs to make one pie. Highly recommend you give it a try. <coughs> Cheese and Hawaiian. When you are 6'5 and 260 pounds of muscle and charm, nobody will argue with you about that. That's for sure. <laughs> and lastly, Harry Styles, Jeff Goldblum, and Alicia Keys will guest host the Late Late Show with James Corden this month. Gordon is taking a break from his show to work on his upcoming movie, The Prom. So during his absence, a range of stars, also including Melissa McCarthy, Ken Jeong, and Chance the Rapper will be taking the reins from the program. Singer Alicia will be the first guest host on December 9th. The rest of the guest host schedule hasn't been announced. Yeah, though I was still waiting for a call. I write. I was still waiting to see if he would you know, ask me. That would be nice. Uh, hasn't come yet. The call hasn't come yet. So uh, be stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. Well, Corden will return uh, December 18th. Nice. That's your entertainment news. Appreciate it. Question of the podcast coming up. Question for you, question of the podcast. Will you answers for me? Answers for me. So Mindy did not get the question in over the weekend. Uh, so, but I have quite a few people that yeah. came to my rescue already. How long's the question been up? About an hour now. <laughs> yeah, maybe no, forty-five minutes. And I already have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people commented. Nice. So also, those of you in the chat listing live, you can respond as well, and we will read it here, of course, as we always read most of your comments. The question is, this, what was your favorite Thanksgiving dish this year? Uh, and a and, and little extra, is there any dish that maybe... Somebody made different. Made different, or one that you don't look forward to, you know, that you come into, the you're like, mm, I'm not going to touch that. There's one thing you just, you're not going to touch it. <laughs> it's there, it's always part of your tradition, but you won't eat it. I don't know if you added that to... Uh, the question no, on Facebook. No, I didn't. But. I didn't add that part, but that that is kind of a good discussion because yeah. I think at anybody's house or at any Thanksgiving, if you're invited, you know, to a gathering, there's always that one dish that you'll pass on by. Yeah, that's for <laughs> sure. I, I passed on a couple things um, mm -hmm. that, or, or didn't take much of some. Uh, my, my favorite dish is always the uh can the yams the candied yams or is it yams or is it sweet potatoes it, are they the same one. thing candied yams especially the way paula makes it because she puts a little bit of oatmeal in it and brown sugar and it's and then also the cranberry so good it's it is delicious it's my favorite dish it's the one i will never skip on i always have it my mom also made some and they were very good too so both of my moms are kicking ass in the yam department and, I, and I'm not talking about, you know, anything other than yams. You know what I'm saying? Because they're my moms and you don't talk about your moms that way. That's inappropriate. But yeah, they're kicking ass in the yams department. And uh, I, I enjoy, that's my favorite dish. They and both I know that that's not great yams. I know it's not something that you're, it's not wholesome. It's not really necessarily very nutritious. 
It's mostly sugar. Thanksgiving is not supposed to be. So then good. I don't feel bad nutritious. at all. That's it, the one. As a matter of fact, it's all carbs pretty much. That's the one I could have and nothing else. I could have only that. Okay. And be very, very happy. What's yours, Mindy? Uh, my favorite this year had to have been because Paula, who is, is your stepmom, she makes amazing dressing. Yeah. I don't know what oh, that lady does to the dressing, it's but good. it's so good. And I love it with a combination of the gravy and the mashed potatoes. I probably had three, four plates. Uh, I kept going in, you know, towards the end of the evening, you know, when you try to go in for extra stuff. Yeah. I went in for that. I always had mashed potatoes, gravy, and uh, I wasn't speaking into my microphone. <laughs> Did you see my <laughs> eyes looking yes. at it? <laughs> I was like, why is he looking at me weird? <laughs> <laughs> realize uh, I'm not talking into my microphone, which is amateur. <laughs> That's all right. I can uh, still hear you. Uh, Bear in the chat said, my favorite pumpkin pie, and mm. he does not like yams. Oh, that's a bummer. I love the yams. He might like the ones Paula makes. Well, most people make them the same. They, uh, My mom, actually, I would say my moms are a little bit better. Hers I like, are traditional. Uh, yeah, because she just kind of glazes them with, with the brown sugar, and she puts like a, a glaze on them. Uh, Paula does hers unique in that she puts the uh, the, the oatmeal, oatmeal and in it. cranberry and it's just brown sugar. So different, and I've never had it like that. It's almost like what what what? what and it, they're not mu real mushy either. No, what does Stephanie call that? Not a pie, but a. We talked about it. Not a pie. You can do that same thing with pies with like apple. Uh, Chunk, I, for, I forget. No, 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 no. It's it's got a name. It's got a name to it. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna move on because I don't know the name. But it's super good, and I, I I like it a lot. So your yours is stuffing. Yeah, it was the mashed potatoes and uh, the stuffing, the great and the gravy combination. Those three together this year were amazing. So what else? Uh, what, what wouldn't? What did you not like? There was a. And I don't want to offend anybody that's listening, but uh, that was there. But there was a salad made of like I think it was grapes, and uh, I don't. Oh, know I don't what even they, think I touched that. I don't know what they call that. It's it's like a fruit salad, but with a white dream whip. Type. Oh, I had that. I think. What I do had they that. call that? I don't. I don't know, but it's good. Doesn't grapes matter. And I nope. I can't. I can't do it. You had your little. What did you make? You made that Jello thing. Yeah, I made Jello molds. Um, they're made basically with. Uh, cream cheese and, and dream whip pears. I had some of that. Was lime jello. Yeah, I don't think I touched that that fruit salad thing either. I don't mind those. My grandma makes one and she she or used to make one and, and it was very, very tasty. So huh. Wayne in the chat said I had a really good raisin pie with a rum sauce that went on top. Now that mm. is unusual. Never heard of that. I, I've not heard of that either. Raisin that sounds tasty. Pie? Sounds really good. Huh. So what are what are the folks saying on the Facebook? Uh, well, we've got Lisa first up. She said, I made a green bean casserole with cream of bacon soup instead of the cream of mushroom soup. Mm, okay. So that probably turned out pretty good. No, I'm sure it did. Angie said, our ham was pretty darn tasty this year. And Patty made some pretty yummy Snicker cheesecake bars. Yum. Wow. And I make a pretty mean deviled egg. Yeah. Deviled eggs are really good. Yeah. We didn't, didn't have none any of those. those. Those are good. Steve said, my daughter's apple pie was on fire. On Was it on fire? Like it burnt? I don't like think so. Like it didn't so. make it out of the oven? Meant. It like was, it was really good. It was like really it was good. fire. Maybe maybe, it, maybe that, little, that little emoji is bomb. 
Oh yeah, it's it's bomb. Yeah. So maybe he meant yeah. pie was bomb. Oh, that's good. Gotcha. <laughs> Emily said, "I made all of the food. My favorite dish is the turkey and the turkey gravy." Mm. Yeah, I could go. I could. I could do it with. I could live without turkey. I could go without the turkey. And most people say that. Yeah, I, I don't really like dark care meat. I mean, I it, could get rid of all the white meat on the turkey, but the turkey does one thing great for Thanksgiving: it smells up the house. It makes the house smell really good and festive. That's the one. That's the only thing it does. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? But that's it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Michelle Gill said all homemade vegan meats. Yeah, she's soups, vegan now. And lasagna. My family was less than enthused. <laughs> well, yeah, because she, I, if I'm, if I remember correctly, now she still is her podcast still live and and rolling. I have not seen a new one come up, no. Yeah, so I believe she uh, what was not vegan, or maybe had tried it before, I don't know the, the whole history on it, but if she met she met somebody, and he's vegan, and so she's been having vegan. Oh. Yeah, and so she made, I saw a couple of pictures. Yeah, uh, she, get, she sent me the picture. Yeah. It, I mean, I- It looks I like was, a fake turkey yeah. and a fake ham in a pan. Yeah, why even fake it though? That's the thing that I think is dumb about the vegan whole vegan thing. Why even fake it? Why make it look like a dead animal? Just make it look like something other than right. You know, it's not that. So why try to make it look like that? Just yeah, call it, it. it for your for your own brain for your own. I mean, you know, it's just. And I'm not making fun of Michelle. I just think it's funny that well, she probably agree we, with you because we do that. We go, oh well, let's get some hot dogs, and then they're not dog. They're not hot dogs, you know. We're trying to make it look, fit in with all the other people that are eating meat, <laughs> right? And I wouldn't mind a vegan, um, you know, Thanksgiving. You know, I was vegetarian, so I didn't like to eat all that meat and all that stuff when I was doing it. I, I do now, but when I was vegetarian, I loved trying different stuff. I used to, I got that tofurkey loaf. Remember that thing? Mm. And that was actually pretty good. It had stuffing in it. It was tasty. Well, I bet it was. Not. Mm, it was. <laughs> you didn't eat it, so you don't know. All right. Next up is Beyonda said, honey garlic glazed fried turkey was a hit. Oh, damn. And she shows pictures all the time on their um, Facebook page of all the stuff she makes. She's she's actually a uh, a baker. Uh-huh. So she does cakes and... That's right. Oh Didn't my... she send us some can chocolates or candies Yes, one we time? tried it on our podcast a long, long time ago. It was delicious. Anyway, they, they make fantastic food. And they, had, they had a podcast. I, I, or is their podcast back out? Let's Talk About It, I think was the name of their podcast. I think so. And <clears> I'm <throat> not sure if they ever got that back up and running or not. Uh, Tina said, we have... We didn't have any traditional food this year. I made enchiladas and they were great. Well, that's tradition in some homes. Tama I think that's... Like tamales is tradition in, in in Mexican and Spanish homes. I don't know about Spanish, but <laughs> Hispanic homes. Antonio in the chat said, Mindy, the anti-vegan. And, and what he's saying right now comes down to this, Antonio. The reason why I'm not a vegetarian anymore is because I, ch I, I chose marriage <laughs> over vegetarianism. Well, you know. Because it was affecting our meals. We couldn't have meals together. She just stopped making me food. She's like, forget that. I'm not making this guy food anymore. So what What I do is this. This, this is, yeah, look at him. He's like, oh my. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you really touched on something here, bud. This podcast is over now. Just kidding. Um, what, so what I've decided was, you know, I'll just eat whatever she makes, I'll eat. And then when we get to go out to eat, I'll do my best to have vegetarian options it's but it sucks because like we'll go to a, a restaurant and like hey let's split a meal but every she's gonna eat meat every single fucking time yep and it's just oh man i'm gonna kill that chicken it's just 
it's just sad. I mean, uh, I mourn a little bit. I die a little bit every day. And uh, for her, I do it for her. Uh, Angela is in the jazz saying, that's love, baby. Yeah, that is love. That is love. <laughs> well, I probably shouldn't eat as much meat, but it's just so tasty. Mm. It's so tasty. Yeah. I just thought, I don't think I could ever go it's away not, from I'm it. not denying the taste. I'm not denying that when I was vegetarian, I craved hot wings. And I'm not denying all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the the cruelty. It's the way they're treated. It's that stuff that I. It's hard for me to get over, and I I honestly have to just put blinders on and yeah. just power ahead because it it's it's you know it's pretty sad at times. Well, I'm gonna move on because yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, you just opened up a whole thing there. Yeah, I did. I'm closing it though. So. <laughs> anyway, so um. That is the end of the questions because, you know, I didn't, I didn't get around to doing that until about 45 minutes. That's in. perfect. Yeah. Antonio says, I got you, Jace. I've been vegan for 11 years. Wow. I, you were for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. Well, not vegan, vegetarian. I, I, I don't think I would ever be vegan. I would be just stay vegan. I like cheese too much and stuff like that. Right. So. And butter. I like myself some butter on my toast. So, uh, yeah, vegan wouldn't be something I would ever do. But going back to vegetarian, I would do that again someday. Uh, Sponsors coming up after it. Mindy will share her driving 101 tips. She's got some holiday tips. I do. Holiday travel tips for us. All right, the Jason Mini Podcast, as usual, is brought to you by Low Tree Studios, a place for podcasts. And boy, we have some fun and good podcasts, I believe. Check out our website for all the latest from Low Tree Studios, including merchandise and all kinds of other stuff. LowTreeStudios.com. Driving 101 with Mindy. People drive me insane on the road, so I thought we'd have a little fun with holiday driving tips this time. Nice. Because we've had a few um, things on the road. Uh, We saw coming back, I think it was a yellow truck, yellow uh, semi-truck ran off the road. It was in in the center divider. It was coming the other way. We were going, ooh, we were going west. Yeah, we were going west. Uh, it looked like it was traveling east and came off the road. Well, when we were driving by, there was another truck there. They were offloading it. Yes. And four hours later, Stephanie went and David went through there. Four to six hours later, Stephanie yes. and David went through there and the truck was still being offloaded. And they were, yeah, they were still unloading that thing. Crazy. Yeah. So we saw a few things on the road. So this is this is why I'm, I guess I'm doing this segment because I kind of did one right before we left on, you know, about holiday driving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Well, Thanksgiving. But it's officially the holiday season. It has arrived. So besides your traditional shopping, it's also time to start prepping for the annual holiday road trips. And whether you're driving several hours to spend time with family or braving the roads for last minute gifts, you need to be prepared. Uh, The first up is check your vehicle maintenance list twice. Make sure you fully inspect your vehicle before leaving the driveway. To start, you want to make sure all your lights are in working order. I can't tell you how many cars I saw on the road with no one brake light working. Hmm. Um, 
it's just a bulb and it's so easy to fix. I fixed my own. Well, what if, what if, you don't, you're, you're judging. What if it happened on the, tra- on the travel, on the road? Well, that's why you're supposed to check it twice. Like, like Santa Claus. <laughs> Get somebody behind there to look. Like Santa checks Make sure your blinkers list. work as well, people. I uh, look, okay. So then, um, you, you, to start, you want to ensure that all your lights are in working order, including your blinkers, your tires are properly inflated because as it gets colder, your pressure drops. Yeah. And so does your, so, so does your pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Moving on. What what happened? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Windshield wipers are up um are really important especially yeah. in right now as our rainy season. Mm-hmm. And so Jason had to actually purchase some of those before we left on our trip. Yep. And keep an extra bottle of wiper fluid in the trunk just in case. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We go through that so quick though. <laughs> it's better to di- dilute that. Yeah. Throw some vinegar in there. Okay. Have squeaky clean windows. Yeah, good idea. That's a great idea, actually. Water and vinegar. <laughs> yep. Okay, the next one is a, um, a, to avoid uh, fuel hikes at the pumps. Mm. Uh, rising fuel prices are, gosh, what are we paying now right now? Almost $5? I like, don't remember. I don't ugh, remember. I, didn't, I haven't filled, filled up since we got back into town, but when we... When we were driving from here to Havasu, there's a halfway point. Ludlow, I think, is is the halfway point for regular fuel, unleaded. It was $5 a gallon. Yes. And I just put a little bit in because I wanted to make sure we could make it. The truck did great on gas, though. We could have made it the whole way on one tank without having to fill up. It was awesome. Yeah, well... It's really expensive in, in some places like where we live. So, okay, so with the rising fuel prices typically come hand in hand with the holiday season. So keep an eye out for low prices if you know you'll be traveling a lot. Try to fill up earlier in the week because generally as the week progresses, you'll see the um, gas it's prices the weekend. rise. Exactly. Hmm. So get your, get your gas at the beginning of the week. Didn't know that. Um, this was something me and Jason... Um, encountered on our first grocery trip back watch out for speed traps just because santa Mm. can break uh speed records as he rounds the globe in one night that doesn't mean you should attempt the same and we we were watching people just flying past us down the freeway and i'm uh, what was what what went by us that honked or something happened and we were trying to figure out what was going on and i said oh he's trying to warn us that there's cops ahead a truck honked yeah, maybe but it was honking. I wasn't sure if that was what he was doing, but you think that maybe he was. I do. I really do because but, there was a couple of, you know, boy, do you hear those dogs? I they're do. Just, it's annoying. They're, they're just going at it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, watch for the speed traps. Um, this time of the year, they're looking to, you know, get that extra money in our, in your system. Uh, our system. Is that right? Extra money in your system? No, what? you know how they write in tickets left and right. Oh yeah, they're so just they they're get... filling their quotas and all that. Exactly. Antonio says St. Louis gas is three dollars and two dollars and thirteen cents right now. Oh my gosh, I'd give anything to have two dollars and thirteen. That's pretty cheap. Yeah, they get you here in California. Ugh. Get a good night's sleep and avoid fatigue. Make sure you get a full night's sleep before departing on any major uh, family trips. Not getting enough sleep can negatively impact your motor skills, slowing down your reaction time, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But basically, um, I was really hoping that Jason got enough sleep on our trip because I cannot sleep on a long drive like that because I'm too afraid that he's going to fall asleep. Well, I would have. I was falling asleep. I know you were. And I hate that. I'm like... Okay, buddy, wake up. 
Well, <clears throat> that's just the way it goes. I just had to, I just had to shift positions, move around, whatever I had to do. And well, that's basically worked. what they're saying. That it's like if you're losing your concentration, pull off the side of the road, take a break, grab a coffee, get out and stretch. I go for a little brisk we, walk. And we did all that. Um, yes, we, we did. We pulled over and got some coffee. It was the way there that was I, I was mostly tired. Uh, on the way home, I I got there were moments, but I would just move, shift, and that was fine. We were listening to some good podcasts on the way, so. Here's a here's a not next good one. Remember to secure your home and your vehicle. The holidays are a time for gathering together with family, sipping hot chocolate by the fire, no. opening up presents, and getting burglarized. Mm. Unfortunately, yes, this is also the time of yep. year when burglaries are on a rise as hooligans and criminals seek to loot homes and cars in search of expensive gifts. As a precaution, it's always best to double check your locks before leaving your home. Jason's got a little OCD about this stuff. He will get out and probably check at least two times to make sure we... it's locked. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say too about this? Oh, make sure, you know, with this day and age, you know, Amazon is just throwing the gifts out on your porch. They, they come up now. Do what do you, what am I trying to say? Get your words, Mindy. Yeah, please. Um, Amazon has alerts where it will come on your phone to tell you exactly the moment they drop that package. Okay. So pay attention to your phone or sign up for phone alerts. That way you know when those packages are there. There's nothing you can do about it, though, if they drop the package off at 10 a.m. and you still have nine hours of work left. Well, there is. You can get in, like, our neighbor across the street. <clears throat> she's really good if I were to call her and say, hey, you home? What so, if she's working? Sh well, then you're just shit out of luck, Jason. Yeah. So that's what, I'm, that's what I'm getting to. I mean, every time they drop a package off, I'm not going to tell my boss, hey, man, there's a buttload of packages. I need to go home and put them in the house. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, do what you can. Do what you can. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. I'm just trying to get through this, you know? <laughs> no I comments, everybody. <laughs> Plan your route. Um, if you're venturing out on a family road trip, be proactive proactive and plan ahead, taking on account local traffic and weather reports. And I want, I want to bring this up. My friend had to drive through the Cajon Pass, which is uh, an area where it snows quite heavily. Mm -hmm. Well, it snowed. My friend doesn't have defrost. Oh, man. She didn't have a heater and she was freezing and they were literally gridlock in traffic. Yeah. So. On Thanksgiving Day. On Thanksgiving Day. So. You never know, you know, when stuff like that's going to happen. So pack extra blankets. She could have, you know, packed some warm clothes. I don't know. I would have, I would have packed a few things in there to maybe battery operated heater. <laughs> well, I think the better solution is to actually make a better plan. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I would say don't travel on the busiest travel day of the world. Most people do though. Um, yeah, it's good to there's say, just but... gotta be a better way to do it. I mean, I would do it in the middle of the night or something, whatever I could do to not have to deal with that. Um, we, you know, we are travelers just like everybody else. And we do a pretty good job of avoiding that. We, we do a really good job of avoiding busy travel times Yeah, because we, we plan accordingly. We leave a day earlier, you know, if we can. Um, we, and, and coming home from Thanksgiving, we left a day earlier. We had no traffic. Well, since you're talking about that, that's number nine, leave early, whether it's a trip to find the, uh, you basically wh wh whenever you leave, we always find that if you leave like early in the morning, you can usually beat the traffic. Usually. Yeah. People uh, if you're leaving <clears throat> when everybody's getting out of work, which we said, uh, on the last traffic thing I did for Thanksgiving, 
between what was it 5:30 and 7:30 is like the worst time to leave to go especially on a holiday yeah. yeah so don't leave during those times but i don't know we find the early morning we always do that we get up and we get our crap and we get out yep that's right all right what else do i got i don't know prepare for emergencies basically they have a lot of um really good emergency kits to just throw in your car i used to have one i need to actually put that back in my car uh, avoid the rum and eggnog that's just common sense don't drink and drive we have several options nowadays uber lyft that's for sure and the last thing is finally enjoy this is the time of year it's a perfect opportunity to celebrate and spend time with your loved ones but if you plan ahead you can drive safely and get where you're going that's good mendy thank you so much What's for the your chat tips saying? i appreciate your tips i don't know it's way back here so let me see antonio said i'm still waiting for someone to invent nap solutions <coughs> oh my god in the mall or something that stimulates or that simulates sitting in a moving car, I definitely pay for that because <laughs> driving in a car gets you sleepy. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Wayne says, get a ring doorbell. If you get it on video, you file a police report and Amazon will refund you. That's exactly well, it. We do. We do have that. And so, yes, we definitely, I can even, you can even, you know, if they try to tell you that they delivered their package, you at least have that too. Yeah. Exactly. And then the last thing is Mark is encouraging Antonio to invent it. Nice. Uh, invent the thing right? he mentioned there. Uh, he said, I so should been thinking about it forever. There you go, man. Cause that's it. You know, I think if you invented something like that, parents would love it too, because that's the, one of the techniques for getting kids to go to sleep is putting them in the car. As soon as you get a kid in the car, they fall asleep. It's that mm. hum, you know? Yep. Um, all right, let's move on to fun facts. Uh, after them, though, I'm going to share an accurate way to determine your dog's age. You know how we always do that. I know. What's dog's always... age in people years? And then the top 10 touring artists of the decade. I'm going to need some help. You guys are going to guess coming up after this. You know I love those fun facts because they're factual. All right, my first fun fact is this BBC Sports determined that the precise speed at which jogging becomes running is six miles per hour. Really? Yeah. I wonder if that's the same thing on a treadmill. Oh, I don't know. You know how that goes up different levels? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I well, think it goes all the way up to like... I couldn't even do the highest one. Well, it wouldn't go by miles per hour. It'd go by levels because you're not... You're actually not know, going anywhere. Like, you're staying still. <laughs> no, on you're a running. Treadmill. You're running. You're not running anywhere. <laughs> you're staying in one place. Yeah, but you guys still got to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All right. <laughs> Google offers employees free condoms in their campus health center that come in blue, red, green, and yellow and have their trademark, I'm feeling lucky, printed on them. Wow, that's cool, man. Nice, nice. Uh, National Geographic says that puppies reach peak cuteness at eight to six weeks of age. They sure do. Aw. Researchers taught rats how to gamble and they learn how to maximize their winnings. However, when they introduced flashing lights and sound, they changed their behavior and went for the high risk, high reward oh, option. There it is. Casino. Casino life. Yes. We went to the casino. Mindy 
gambled. I didn't. I played Wheel of Fortune. And didn't win. No. I came up a few times, but I lost it. Didn't win, though. Didn't come I away. I usually do. I was really bombed. Yeah. It was a small casino, though. All right. Fun facts in the books. All right. So dog years. We all want to know how old is our dog. <clears throat> Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together. Uh, let's see. We've always heard that in order to convert your dog's age to dog years, the simple equation is to multiply your dog's age in human years by seven. Well, now scientists uh, say they have come up with a more accurate way to determine how old your dog is. Researchers at the University of California, San Diego, examined dog's DNA to see how quickly dogs age and found that this is the correct formula for calculating dog years. The natural uh, logarithm of a dog's age, logarithm, a logarithm of a dog's age, multiply it by 16 and then add 31. In plain e English, that means you. Gr okay, hang on. In plain English, English, that means you. <laughs> I can't even say English. I can't even say the word. <laughs> English. English. In plain English, that means you grab a scientific calculator, enter your dog's age, then press in, multiply the results by 16, then add 31. That's that just doesn't too help. complicated. Using that formula, a two-year-old dog is 42. A five-year-old dog is almost 57. Oh my God. So uh, blue, is, blue is 57. And then a 10-year-old dog is about 67.8. So Bella is about... 67 years know, old. You could see it and her eyes are getting cloudy now. And blue is about 57. What a bummer. While this method might not be completely accurate for every breed, it is believed to be a much more accurate way of determining. It didn't help me at all. Reading this doesn't help me at all. Accurate. Uh, anyway, it is believed to be, be a much more accurate way of determining your dog's human age uh, than old. Unscientific seven years than the old seven-year rule. So Wayne's saying that his dog is like 70, 75 then. Damn. It's a old dog, bro. Yeah. Well, Bella's right there, right behind. Yeah, we have one of those. We have a senior. 67.8. Uh, Wayne says, but he still acts like a puppy. Yeah, they never lose that. They never lose that. No. All right, so top touring artists of the decade by how much they earned. Okay. Top, top touring? touring artists okay. of the decade by how much they earned from their tours. Okay. Okay, that's money made on tour. Not from album sales, it's from actually touring and playing concerts. I have uh, 15 on the list, and I would like to see if you can guess. All right, chat, this is your chance. Mindy, also, also you, Mindy. Yes. <laughs> First one up, I'll say, how about Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga is not on the top 15. Really? Keep going. Oof. Well, I'm really not up and up on the latest music right now. What Just if, pick an artist. There's the, Most of these artists are top 40, you know. But do I know any of them? You know all of them. Okay. Most of them. Uh, Might be only a couple that you don't know. You too. U2 is number one. Ah. See, bing, you know bing, some. U2, uh, how much do you think they earned? Oh my gosh. Millions, millions and millions and millions. One billion. Ah. 38 million, one, 104,132. One billion? One billion. Wow. 
$1 billion touring in the last decade. Wayne says Metallica. Metallica is number 12. Okay. How much do you think they earned? Um, if U2 Metallica. is number one at a billion, what do you think Metallica earned? How about 10 million? No. No, there's nobody that low on this list. There's nobody below $600 million. There's really? nobody below $600 wow. million. Metallica, $661,907,247 million. Jesus. Elton John, Wayne says, he's kicking ass. Elton John is number 11 with 675, 800, how do you say, so let me try and say it all correctly the way you say it. Six. Hundred seventy-five million eight hundred eighty-six thousand three hundred sixty-nine. That's how you say. Why don't you just round it at the top? No, I want to say the whole thing. I want to challenge myself. Okay. Um, Slayer. Anto Antonio says Slayer. Slayer did not make the list. Come on, <laughs> bruh. How about um Beyonce? Beyonce is number five. Oh, okay. Number five on the list. I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Wanna. Reaching the top here. With $857,405,819 total. That's pretty good. All right. So there's three more before her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, yes, three more because mm. you already got number one. Uh, okay. So give me clues. Is there a, ma a male? There's a male. There's a couple male artists on here. A couple male artists. There's a, a couple of bands. Okay. Antonio saying Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Yuck. You don't like Jay-Z? Oh, he's saying Jay-Z. Yuck. He doesn't like Jay-Z. Um, Jay-Z's not on the list. Jay How about? Not. There's a redheaded guy, a British guy. A sting? Redheaded British Red, guy. Redheaded British guy. Mm-hmm. A ginger. A ginger British guy. I'm going to kick myself. I know it. Uh, Antonio says Ed Sheeran. That's correct. Number three uh. with $922,361,663. Wow. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, obviously, that's the gross touring. He doesn't get all that. It's got to go to everybody that works the club, you know, all the people that work for him and, and are part of the tour. He gets a probably a large portion of that. But uh, Wayne says Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is number seven. Wayne's kicking ass. He hasn't missed yet. Uh, with 813 million. Jeez. Antonio says Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber did not make the list. Is he even touring? No, he's not touring. He hasn't. Well, he hasn't in the last decade, 10 years. Any other rock bands? Yeah, there's quite a few rock bands on here. <clears throat> quite a few. Some big rock bands. Big rock bands. Big. One of them's, uh, a couple of them are legendary. Uh, let's see. A couple of them are legendary. And uh, from, from the 70s. A band 70s. from the 70s. Oh, boy. 70s. Maybe even 60s. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wayne's saying Kiss, Motley Crue. None of those two. Uh, Wayne Kiss. Wayne said Kiss. Antonio said Motley Crue. I know this is really fun to try to um, guess. How about like Fleetwood Mac? Or Fleetwood Mac is not on the list. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm just going yeah, to give you something. I, I'm, Rolling Stones, number oh, two. $929 million. Duh. I just even heard something about them lately, yeah. too. Eagles? Ed, 
<coughs> Ed Sheeran's number three. Antonio says Eagles. Eagles number are number 14 with $630 million. Uh, going back up, he's saying, okay, he's also guessing Aerosmith. Antonio is. Aerosmith is not in the top 15. All right, so we said number three is Ed Sheeran. Number four is Taylor Swift. What the fuck, everybody? Uh, $899 million. <laughs> uh, you got Bon Jovi. With, oh my gosh. After Beyonce. Beyonce was number five. Bon Jovi's number six at $836 million. We, we already said Paul McCartney at number seven. Number eight is Coldplay at $731 million. Number nine is The Boss. Bruce Springsteen. Really? He's still out $729 million. Number 10 is Roger Waters with $702 million. Excuse me, I got a cough. <laughs> Antonio's uh, saying Bon Jovi still? Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, then, then Wayne said Elton John and Metallica, which are number 11 and number 12. Number 13, Guns and Roses, $648 million. And then number 15 is One Direction with $628 million. One Antonio di says, wait, what's the time frame on this question? Uh, the last decade, the last 10 years. That's the, that's the time frame. And, so, you know, a lot so of these... So in the last 10 years, they've, they've toured at some point, and that's the amount they're making. Yes. Yes, that is, that is, the, that is the time frame. Last decade. Well, I guess number one. So, you know, it's done. That is a good guess. And U2, <laughs> U2 is a very good touring band. They make a lot of money. They always have. I wonder what they uh, spend their money on when they make that much. Well, they do spend. They're so quiet, you know. They spend a lot of money on on their tour itself. They they put a lot of big screens up and they, they're known for, for it being, it's the budget for their tour is probably pretty big. So what they actually take in as a band probably isn't very much. Uh, but you also have to consider the fact that they're not touring it like they used to. You know, bands, when, when the whole record structure, record deal structure was out, they would tour, uh, they would do a lot of shows. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of shows. Nowadays, uh, country artists nowadays only do maybe, and I say only, it's still a lot, but they only do about 80 shows, you know? And I think it's probably the case for you too. They're only doing about 80 shows a year. Which really, if you think about it, that's not that many. Mm -hmm. um, they, you would do, as a, a touring bands would, would play every night, almost every night for about six to nine months or something like that. It was crazy. They used, yeah. to, they used to do a lot of shows. Not the case anymore. Moving on to this. That time already. Already? Yeah, we're already at an hour. Yeah, well. It's time to go, folks. So the quote of the day, the inspirational word is excitement because mm. it's that time of year. Yes. It's exciting. Jingle balls. All right. The very same mechanisms that produce excitement also produce fear. Mm. And any fear can be transformed into excitement by breathing fully with it. Nice. That's like a good one. The next one is excitement is a mixture of enthusiasm, motivation, intuition and a hint of creativity i like it and your last one for the day is excitement must lead to immediate action or you will lose the power of momentum yep more dreams die because we fail to seize the moment do it now that's tony robbins i love that and i live by that i do that all the time and i think when you get that that going <clears throat> and you make a commitment like that it, it's 
it's hard. Like with this, if you decide to do a podcast or something like that, once you've committed to it, now you got people listening and, and you feel like, well, now you feel a sense of responsibility to it, mm-hmm. which, which is kind of, it's a nice thing. Uh, and Tony says, what genre tours the least hip hop, which is why oh, hip hop rap, which is why most rap shows are very poor. Yes. Yeah, they're not, they're not fun to watch. There, there's no band. Um, Unless you go watch the Black Eyed Peas or something like that, um, you know right. uh, that's a little bit different. Th- then they they usually have a band behind them, which or Jay Z even Jay Z I think tours with a with a band, and it's way better. It's way more fun to watch uh, if you're just up there with the with a DJ and it's rappers up front. Who wants to see that shit? Nobody does. Uh, it's, I, and it's kind of a weird thing when you think about it. Why a band actually makes. But it's multiple instruments. It's I guess. you're you're watching you're you're it's awesome. It's eye candy. You're looking around. You're seeing what the what the players are doing. Okay, well, for example, Wayne we, is saying not true. Some rappers put on a theatrical show. Some do. No, not all though, and most don't tour. So if you look at that list, it's proof is right there. Tell me the tell me one rapper on this list. Not one rapper on this list. Out of fifteen top, uh, the last decade because they just don't tour that so much. So how are they making their money then? They if make singles. Not singles. They make singles and they they sell them, and they you know they they call them beats. They make beats. They basically write music, and they just sell their stuff. You know, and, and they produce albums with people, with other artists and stuff like that. And, and that's how they make their money. It's I just, album sales still for them. It's always been album sales for, for rappers. I just had that thought today, though. I just, most people, I guess they, we download the music, but there's so many ways of getting that music now sort of free. Free. So it's like, how how are how are these artists making money now when it it's, used to be you had to buy the CD, it's still or, very possible to make money doing it. It's you're not making as much, um, but it's they're still doing it. They're still they're still very successful in album sales. But um, you know, it, it's also if you can do both, you know, think about it. You know how much money is you two making compared to anybody right. else? But they also have to split it four ways. True, as opposed to Jay Z, who doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it, you know, they got to make a little bit more money. Uh, let's see what uh, what they're saying. Wayne here. said, "Tech Nine is independent, tours a lot, and makes most of his money off of the shows." So now he's a. Ra- it's rare, though. I mean, it's incredibly rare. Not mo- not most most rappers don't do that. Tech Nine might be just unique like that. Um, is it nine? Is that the way you're supposed to say it? It's N N nine N E. So I guess nine, right? Mm-hmm. Tech nine. Anyway. Um, yeah. So they just don't, they just don't do that mm. as, as typically as most, as, ba- as bands do. I'm not, my words aren't with me. I'm starting to lose my words at this point. So yeah. let's move on. You ready? Yes. All right. It's time for podcast shout outs. All right. Well, you listened to quite a few on our road trip together. We listened to body stories, a weird AF news, Ben Shapiro. Let's not meet. Oprah Super Soul Conversations, The Office Ladies, Mark and Linda's podcast, Special Special. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a good podcast. We also listened to a great mini part series on the daily called The Jungle Prince. The De- Jungle? No, The Jungle Prince. Oh, you, you kind of went The Jungle Prince. 
It's weird. The Jungle Prince. <laughs> the Jungle Prince. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Jungle Prince. Anyway, See, even Tony, Antonio was saying it. The Jungle. The Jungle well, Prince. Maybe I, I don't know. The My, Jungle Prince. Yeah. Have you ever had one of those like little um, taste buds on your tongue? Not taste bud, but a little bump on your tongue. Yeah, a little. It's on the. Are you tip. tripping over it? It's yes. It's on the tip of my tongue, and it I, it feels That's like funny. it's numb. Anyway, that's funny, Mindy. That's my excuse. That's a good excuse. Sticking to it. Mine is that I'm not feeling well, but yours is a little bump on your tongue. (laughs) Anyway, to wrap this up, uh, unscripted narrative. Uh, Jason's got some great um, people that he's interviewed. Oh man! Please check out his new podcast, The Moth. Weird, wacky, wonderful Shelly Bella had some amazing stuff to say about us. Which I have. Would you like me to play Yes, absolutely. All right, here's that. Talking about hearing things, we've recently been listening to some podcasts which we wanted to tell you guys about. So first of all, there is the Jason and Mindy podcast. Now, they are husband and wife that have been doing podcasts for absolutely ages. They run a podcast network called Low Tree Studios where they've got loads of different podcasts that are on there. But again, like us, it's a husband and wife team. They just talk shit and stuff as well like we do. Not necessarily on the paranormal theme, but they cover absolutely everything. And they got lots of little segments on there as well. So well worth a listen, guys. Their sound is amazing. They're really good guys. They do it live as well, so you can actually sort of interact with them during the show while they're going out live. So recommend you giving them a listen, guys, if you're interested in listening to another two people talk shit. They probably talk better shit than us on some days. <laughs> well, like I said, they've been doing it for years, so they know their stuff, so they're, they're really good. That was very nice of them to say. Yeah, well, after all these years, we still don't know shit. We don't know shit. <laughs> we don't talk good shit all the time. Especially today. But uh, yeah, we do have some some uh, some reps in. I mean, we've been doing it a while. He's right. Um, but Well, that, if that you want to listen to their better. podcast, it's podcast. There I go with my tongue again. <laughs> Weird, wacky, wonderful. Yeah, and it's great. more on a paranormal. They talk about things that are, you know, phenomenon, unexplained. It's, it's actually really good. They just had um, a I guess he'd be a medium. Hmm. Um, his name was Paul, and I can't remember the last name now. But McCarthy or something like that. Or? I'm not sure. But he was. It was a. Paul it was McCarthy. a good podcast. Really good podcast. Anyway, to wrap that up, Disgraceland, serial killers, and the Shiznit. We cannot forget about the Shiznit. Can't forget about the Shiznit. We love those guys. Antonio says, if you guys could hear me over here during every one of your podcasts, Giggle Fest. That's awesome. Thank you, Antonio. Appreciate <laughs> that, dude. And I will say we've got some great guests on the Unscripted Narrative podcast coming up. Uh, Hal Ozan is going to be on the podcast. This next one right now, we have uh, Buck Snow, who's a seven-time Grammy Award winner. It's a really fun interview. We talked a lot of shop, you know, a lot of engineering, music engineering and stuff like that. So it's really, really cool. So yes, I, I do want to shout that podcast out because we're having a blast doing and who it. is Hal? Uh, Hal is an actor. He's been uh, doing his is doing it for tw- over twenty years. He's got an incredible story, but he's a ball of energy, and you're going to be incredibly entertained by that podcast just by listening to him. He's super super fun, super super funny. Um, anyway, <laughs> Antonio says Buck Snow sounds like a porn name. It's true. It does. <clears throat> and every time I look up his name, Buck Snow, I so I get a, a buck in snow, a literal buck <laughs> in snow. I'm like images of Buck Snow, you know, because I put on Instagram, whatever. And I just get a buck 
in the snow. In the snow. In the snow. Anyway, <clears throat> that's it for today's <laughs> show. Thank you guys for bearing with us and yeah, having a really. good time. We appreciate you a ton. And a we little rusty. We, we, it is a little rusty. That is right. I do have a whole outro thing, too, that I need to read here, and I don't have it. And do we have another question for the podcast? Did you write that down, too? I wrote it on yours. Okay. Yep, We're I good did. to go, then. All right. Well, that is it. And like I said, <clears throat> you like you can listen to us live every other Monday and every Wednesday. God dang it. <clears throat> at okay. 6 p.m. I'm sorry. I got a cold. What do you want from me? At least I'm doing this shit. <laughs> at 6 p.m. Also, if you love what we do and want more of us, you can subscribe to us on Low Tree Studios Patreon page and check out our website, LowTreeStudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us. It will be live tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. We're going to continue our condiments conversation and you can listen to that on CastBox or on your favorite podcatcher. Enjoy your evening and thank you for listening to our show. We'll talk to you guys later. And don't forget, especially for Mindy, to uh, even put the question in our Facebook page. But the question of the page... I did. No, me. Oh. I I didn't post it this week. Oh, right. So it's really a little memo to me. So the question of the podcast for listener participation for next Wednesday is, what is something you don't get and just give up trying and Mm. accept it? Mm. And this was a question uh, given to us from Tina Greenwood. Yep. So we appreciate that. We love the questions. And I will post that on our Facebook page. Yes. Everyone, um, have a great evening and weekend. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you tomorrow on The Difference Between Us. Yes, indeed. Uh, Antonio said he just started a new pod, too. It says, talk about Rusty. Oh, my. I'd love to know the name of yes, it, man. Give me a message. Antonio. Share it. And we'll uh, we'll talk about it here, of course. Mark says, God bless you both. Peace. Good, Thanks, God Mark. God bless you, Mark. Have a good one. We'll talk to you guys next week or tomorrow if you want to hang with us. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.